Hey, 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 how are you guys? We are back for another episode of Facing Purpose, y'all. I'm so excited about tonight. So get comfortable, go get your popcorn, your pillow, your soda, your juice, whatever it is that you want to grab and come on and let's chat on tonight. So I am hoping that my guest has arrived. Miss um, Nicole Davis, are you in the building? am in the building <laughs> yes i love it how are you i am good love how are you i'm good i've just been so excited i'm just so excited <laughs> <laughs> i have been excited as well i cannot wait to friday to get here <laughs> girl i'm trying to tell you this has been such a um an interesting um week um, but I'm so glad that you made it. So, you know, tonight I've gotten the um, the listeners and everybody that will hear this later on very um, interested in the best of both worlds. That's what I want to call this, the best of both worlds, because how many times do you really get to sit down and talk to a man and a female at the same time and kind of pick it's their that- brain? <laughs> Yes. So, um, is um Mr. TJ Austin here on too as well? From what I gathered, he was trying to get on, so he should be coming on any moment now. Cool, cool. Well, y'all, y'all get the raw and uncut on this podcast. I don't listen. I want people to understand how transparent this is. Podcasting is not an easy thing at all. Sometimes when you're doing stuff, stuff happens. So I need you guys just to to bear with us on tonight. But while we're waiting on Mr. Austin, uh, I think he just joined. TJ Austin, how are you? I am good. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited about tonight. The best of both worlds is what I'm going to call this episode because I'm just excited about this. So I want you guys to go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. So I'll go first. I am Nicole Davis. And as you already know, and for the listeners out there, I'm an author. I also have my own publishing company that's going off the ground. It is called Spread Your Wings publication and as well as the CEO and founder of my own nonprofit organization I rise above um, so my publishing company will be publishing its first book here this month and that is my book called a cry for help so I'm excited about that yes yes I told y'all she boss y'all she are all the way boss she's a all the way boss with a magnificent story I had a chance to interview her not too long ago on my other um, show, Tears of Purpose Real Talk, and she just blessed our whole life um, with her presence. So I had to get her on here. Um, so go ahead, Mr. TJ Austin. Well, I am TJ Austin, and I am the founder and owner of Two Miracles Entertainment, which is a multimedia company, which has also uh, been the uh, publisher for my book uh, was an urban fiction novel called Assassins. Also under that same label, I am a recording artist uh, under the name of Minister T. Breeze. I am the 2019 Queen City Award Male Gospel Artist of the Year, as well as through Two Miracles Entertainment, we provide DJ services, videography and photography, and a list of other stuff, but I ain't gonna take up all the time. 
Lakia, let me first say, if if they have not heard of Assassins, they need to look up that link to get Assassins <laughs> to do it. Hey, that book will have you on your feet. It will have you on the edge of the seat. I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Listen, when he said Assassins, I felt like I wanted to run through this house. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. What's yes. that? You already got my ears by the title. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to pique your interest. <laughs> I love it. Y'all some bosses. I'm, I feel honored to be sitting on this call tonight. I'm telling you right now. Lord. Awesome bosses. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. So let's get into it. Let's get into what the people want to hear. We got the best of both worlds on the line. So... Let's start here. Nicole, are you single? I am very much single. Okay. And TJ, you are married or single? Married. Okay. So we got, again, the best of both worlds. So this is good. So TJ, let's kick it off with you. Um, what do women not know about me? Because I'm, you know, look, look, look. It's a lot of single women that's out here right now, and they're trying to figure y'all out. And I'm sure vice versa. But and just explain, just kind of bring us into how men think and how women should kind of have a little bit of patience or not have a little patience, know where to cut it off, roll out, run, you know, do whatever. Just give us the logistics of this because there are some women that's waiting to hear from you tonight. <laughs> well, it's such a broad topic. It's such a big, big topic okay well let's see if i can simplify okay so for men uh, i'm sure we've all heard that men are simple creatures all right and so i think my personal opinion i don't care about nobody feelings you can get mad email me call me we can talk about it later but my personal opinion <laughs> i think that with men being simple creatures i think a lot of times the conflict between men and women is because women are natural thinkers. You have to be. You just women are natural thinkers. So when women think, you know, they're seeing a bigger picture than what men are seeing. Most men live in the right now. So if we're dealing with something right now, I'm not looking at tomorrow. I'm not looking at next year. I'm only dealing with what we talking and dealing with right now. As for a woman, she's looking at what happens right now and what happens after this. So the conflict comes in because she sees a bigger picture. So she sees the repercussions. The man ain't even got to the repercussions. I'm only dealing with what we see right now. So if we talk about conflict between men and women, I would challenge women to get out of themselves just for a second. You know, as we say, look at it from the other person's point of view. If we can look at it from the simplicity of what the man is looking at at that particular moment, I think that may cut down on some of the confusion trying to figure out what men are thinking and what we're doing. Mm. Lord have mercy. If I was in one of them poet houses, I'd be snapping my fingers all over the place. That was good. Well, that was good. That was a mic drop, too. So, ladies, y'all hearing this, right? He just broke this down in the most simplest form that you can understand this. So, okay, let's switch gears for a moment. So, Nicole, this goes back. So, what? how do you feel about what uh, TJ just said? Yes, Nicole, how do you feel about it? <laughs> so I will have to somewhat agree with Mr. Austin. 
women do overthink things and we think things more um, in a logical sense than men. And we look for the future of men. And we can bring ourselves to the now moment to think about the now. Because if we think about it, if we're thinking about tomorrow when tomorrow we haven't gotten here, that's how a lot of our stress come from our overthinking, our worry, and our pulling back. But, bae, what about this? Tomorrow, bae, we ain't even got to tomorrow. So I agree with him on that one right there. We need to slow down a little bit. But I will say that sometimes when men don't think about tomorrow, that's how we get in the binds that we get in because they do not think about tomorrow and they only want to think about today. So if you have a $5,000 bill tomorrow and you're thinking about today because that bill is not due today, then when tomorrow gets here and you ain't made preparation for tomorrow, then now we got to thunder around. We got to run around circles trying to figure out how we're going to get this when we could have planned it out already. So I get what he's saying, but at the same time, I think men do need to sometimes think about tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Indeed. 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 Um, so Nicole, since we're on you still, um, what is the biggest misconception about being single that you think is kind of like a misconception? What is what is the biggest misconception that you can think of that comes to your mind about being single? They, if you're single, nobody really wants you. Nine out of 10 times when people are single, it's because they want to be single. Wow. It's because they want to find themselves. And most of the time they realize what has failed either for them or their mate, past mate, and they don't want to make the same mistakes in the next mate. So most of us like stuff, I choose to be single so that when I find that right one, I can come to him whole already. I don't need nobody to make me whole because that's not what they're not supposed to. They're not. That's not what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to have yourself whole before you meet the next man. Amen. Kudos. 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 Yes, indeed. Um, TJ, what's your response to what she just said about that? I think the biggest misconception about being single is I don't think people really understand what being single means. I think that, you know, if we go back, I'm, I'm a Christian man, so I look at it from a Christian perspective. You know, uh, old school grandma needs to say, if you ain't married, you're single. And we have this idea with, you know, the, the new way of thinking, a new way that we do things, that if we've been together for four or five years, you know, we married. No, you're not married. You're still single. you just been with somebody for four or five years. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people have tried to shape their minds into living married without going through the steps of marriage and what the issue with that is is that marriage is a commitment so if you haven't made the commitment why do you expect your partner to be committed if y'all ain't made a commitment if we ain't signed a contract then we don't have a contract we're talking about it from a business standpoint you can say you're going to do this you can say you're going to be here but if you ain't signed the paperwork i have nothing to hold you to there's no legal standing there's no binding agreement so if we ain't stood before the preacher and we ain't made the commitment, as we say, in front of God, in front of these witnesses, then why do you expect certain things out of the mate? Because that mate is still single. You yourself are still single. Goodness gracious. Y'all got some <laughs> mic drops on here tonight. I'm trying to tell y'all something. These folks, somebody about to be mad, but it's okay. Shame the devil later. We gonna talk about this thing because I agree with both of you. When it comes to that thing right there, people be like, oh, we married already and y'all been together for five years. 
I'm looking at y'all both crazy because I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not marriage. <laughs> you know, so I agree. I agree 100%. So what is it? Um, well, let me start. Let me let me flip back. So, TJ, with you speaking so vocally um, about this, when is too long? Like, when is too long to be in something and for the man to go and say, I do? Like, and Nicole, I want you to think about that, too, because I want you to answer that. Even though you're single, but still, you can still answer this question. Like, what is too long? What is too long to pop the question? How long is folks supposed to be waiting for real, for real? Well, there is no time limit per se because every relationship is different. You know, I can't base uh, how me and my mates uh, go about uh, the time limit per se based off what somebody else did. Every situation is different. Every relationship is different. The purpose of the dating process, the purpose of being in a relationship is to learn enough about the person to where you say, okay, this is the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. So if you haven't learned certain things about that person then it don't matter how long it take it's the it depends upon how long you're willing to take to learn that person so if they holding back from you or if they not giving you everything that you need to know then that's a decision you need to make you say look i didn't told you everything about me i didn't gave you everything from a to z and you still on e and f i got to go so mm -hmm. it, it just depends on the person because every relationship is different every situation is different you know i can't say that Three months is too long for somebody where somebody else may need three years. It depends upon the situation. Right, Nicole. <laughs> I, 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 I have to agree. It, every situation is different. Every relationship, every person is different. There is no set time on how you should wait. Um, per se, I should say that because I've known people who got engaged within three months and lived happily ever after still to this day. I've known people that waited years, but then still get a divorce. So it all depends on the people. If they're putting forth the effort to make it work and to make it last and to get to know each other. Now, me personally, I'm not waiting five years. So we dating three, four, five years, and you ain't put a ring on my finger, then something wrong, because it does not take a man that long to realize that he wants to be with you for the rest of his life. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree. Um, totally 100. Um, so, TJ, when you um, <clears throat> when you first um, started to court and knowing your wife, I don't know what your you guys' backstory is, but how how do women know that men are ready to get married? Because I think there's a thin line there too. Um, I've seen a lot of people back down because of their family saying, no, you're not ready. You know, just kind of speaking against things already before it even um, starts to bloom out. So how does women, how, how are women able to know when the man is ready to be married? You're not. You can't know because you're not him. Only he can tell you when he's ready. You can assume he's ready. You can say, well, his career is here. Uh, we've been together this long. Oh, he's great with kids. Oh, he has these goals. He has this set in mind. And I think he would make a great husband. That's your opinion. You can't say that for him. He has to tell you 
when he's you ready. Because if you make that decision, somebody take up the offer. <laughs> if you make that decision, then what'll happen is y'all will get married and then he'll realize that well maybe I wasn't ready. And then your world falls apart because you've planned this fairy tale wedding. Y'all supposed to live happily ever after based off your opinion of him. But if he hasn't made the decision that he's ready, then again, there's no guarantee that the marriage will last. So we have to give the man the opportunity to be the man. You know, I know I know it's 2020 and women can propose just like men can propose. I ain't, I ain't going for that. The man has to be the man in the situation. So if he hadn't said that he's ready, they don't assume that he's ready. Amen. All right. All right, all right. Oh, man. This ain't no walk in the park tonight. I don't know. Y'all walking heavy on this thing. Woo. Lord have mercy. All right, Nicole. So with you being single and for all the single ladies that may be listening right now, what can you tell these women that are waiting? What can you tell them? Because a lot of women are starting to get anxious. And I'm talking about like now. Some of them are saying, Lord, wait a minute. You said you was going to send me my husband. And I'm seeing all my friends get married. And understand that may be a soft spot for a lot of women. Because a lot of women are feeling probably down about themselves. Or feeling like, don't nobody want me. I can just hear it. Like I hear a clutter <laughs> of different conversations that is happening in the atmosphere with women right now. So what can you say to them um in that area first of all you ain't gotta be talking about me on this podcast like that you ain't gotta do me like that you ain't gotta do me like that lord i don't know what you're doing with them new men but i'm gonna need you to hurry up and send them out here no i my advice to the single women is wait and and that goes to myself as well wait a lot of times we get in a hurry and that's where we make the mistakes that we get in a hurry because we get so lonely we want this warm body beside us so then we start listening and listening to more things that are being put in our ear just because we're lonely so we get desperate and we go out here and find the first thing that comes to popping all its sweet numptings in our ear wait wait on the lord and he will bring our mate well said well said I love this, y'all. I love this. I'm I'm praying that everybody that is going to listen to this thing can just, just settle their spirits because it, once again, I just feel like it's a bunch of chaos with this right now because some are feeling like you know um, God has forgotten about them mm-hmm. or oh I'm not I'm not skinny like the next girl so he chose her or I'm not this skin complexion and he went for her like it's so many different things that we can call out for real. We'll be here all night trying to call this out, but y'all get the logistics of what I'm saying. Like, it's just so much. It really, um, so it really is. With, so TJ, um, just from you, how long have you been married? Ooh. What year this year? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> uh, 17 years. Oh, this month. bless the name of the father. You know, that's long. okay so with 17 years of being married to your wife what would you say was the most challenging time out of that 17 years somebody need to hear this so this is the way i'm this is the way i'm going but this is the way the lord leads so here we go okay they're ready the (laughs) most challenging time was all every day Oh. All day. 
every time we woke up, every time we laid down, it was it was a challenge because as people, you know, people change, you know. So the way we were 17 years ago, we're not today. So in that changing, you know, we have to adapt. So whatever, you know, she loved about me 17 years ago, it might not be there no more. So you got to understand that, you know, you know, you put on a little body weight or, or you know, your hair ain't as thick as it was. You know, I'm talking about myself right now. It ain't as thick in the top pieces as it was. I used to have waves. They just, they just straight now. You know, I used to be long and luxurious. It got a couple of gray spots right now. You know, things, things change. Things happen, you know, and, and sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you get angry. Sometimes you're happy. Sometimes you're sad. Sometimes you just can't stand each other. And I'm going to just go ahead and keep it real for everybody who want to be married. You're going to not want to be around this person more than you're going to want to be around this person. Let me just go ahead and give you that right now before you go ahead and plan the wedding. Mm. It's going to be more bad then it's going to be good days. You going I just can't stand you. I don't want to look at you. Get away from me. It's not going to be like it is on them Hallmark movies, I'm trying to tell you. So you have to understand that when you say, I want to be with this person, as, as we say when we stand in front of the preacher, for better or for worse, and you're going to have more worse than you're going to have better. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> yes, this is good. So, Nicole, to flip it back over to you um, from a woman who is single, um, if you had one thing to say to the girl who's saying, I don't ha I have self-esteem issues. Every man that I get with, they dump on me, they trash me, um, they verbally do things to, me to make me feel less than what I'm really worth. What do you tell this girl? So I'm going to have to talk to myself. If it resonates with them, then it resonates with them. Because this is a transparent moment, right? So this this just... Yes, it is. Absolutely. So I'm going to have to talk to myself. So I was that girl. I felt like every single relationship, every marriage that failed it was just like what in the world then I had to question myself like wait am I ugly like am I just this terrible person like what in the world why is this relationship over here is going all good when I know for a fact it shouldn't even be lasting and I can't even keep a man to save my life like what is going on but I had to realize that it wasn't necessarily all mixed as in any relationship, it's always two people. It's not always me. And so I had to stop saying, oh, all men are bad as we women try to put all men in these same categories. Not all men are the same. It's just that what I was attracting is the same. So if you don't heal what attracted you to that first person, you want to meet that same person in a different body. So I had to start, start working on me and focusing on me and what I need to do to better myself so that my vibration, my energy that flows out attract the right man. My goodness, Lord Jesus. All right. So now, do you agree with the term that you must first be a bride to God first before you become anybody's bride? Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay. All right. 
What about you, TJ? Do you agree that that's how a woman should look at this thing while they're waiting, while they're waiting? Should they be first a bride to, to God and let him deal with them inside and out? Mm -hmm. Well, the scriptures say that he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So we have to understand that when the man finds a wife, he didn't find a woman and turn her into a wife. He found a wife, which means she had already met the qualifications to be a wife before he even came into the picture. So everything that my sister just said, that you had to prepare yourself, that you had to deal with yourself, you had to heal for some hurt, you had to heal from some past relationships, you had to get you together. And once you got you together, as you stated, you can't be a bride to a man if you're not a bride to God first, because the scripture also say to love your wife as Christ loved the church and Christ can't love the church if the church is not in position to be loved. So don't expect the man to be able to love his bride, his wife, who's supposed to be a representative of the church if she ain't ready to be loved. Oh, man, I'm about to shout up in here. I'm telling <laughs> Yes. That's a good one. Lord have mercy. Okay, okay. So I, you know, I'm just sitting back and I'm just shaking my head. I'm just at a, on like this conversation with both of you. Um, because so many need to hear it. And I thank you guys for being as transparent as you can and telling the truth and not trying to sugarcoat things because some of us folk out here, you know, we, we want microwavable things. We want things that's quick, fast, in a hurry. And sometimes it ain't always where it's at. So I appreciate you both being so transparent, coming from separate worlds. One is single and one is married. So what do you think is, is the reason for high divorce rates today? What do you think is the cause of that? The number one cause of a divorce? Not understanding each other and understanding the situation you in. And I'm going to speak about my situation again. So at, at that time when I was back and forth and, and my self-esteem was a little lower than it needed to be. And so I um, was dating a guy. We had a child. He always wanted to get married. I didn't like men at the time. You know, I didn't feel like um, letting a man in. I didn't want to fall in love with nobody. So I didn't have a purpose for that. But I wanted a wedding. And so he wanted a marriage. I didn't want a marriage. I wanted a wedding. So my focus on planning this wedding was to have my ceremony. I knew he wasn't the one. I knew we shouldn't have been getting married. I knew all of that. But instead of me understanding that, instead of me understanding what he wanted versus him understanding what I wanted, I went forth with it anyway knowing that it wasn't the right thing. So sometimes, you know, we know things aren't the right thing and we still go along with it. And that causes a lot of controversy and in, in later on, because then you like, oh, well, I thought this person would change later on. Oh, I thought they would be what I wanted them to be later on. That's not true. People not see what wow. you want them to be later on. So if you accepted it at, the, at that time, it's either gonna get worse later or there's going to be your same reason to leave in later. Well told. <laughs> well told. Okay, TJ. Oh, y'all want me to say something? Okay, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. 
so I, I'm a kind of piggyback on what sis said. I'm, I'm not picking on you, sis. I'm just you know, going to use your example. I think a lot of people have those uh, interior motives. I think people have uh, a reason to get married that's not the reason mm-hmm. to get married. I'm saying it again. A lot of people get married for a reason that's not the reason mm-hmm. to get married. All the things that we state in the vials when we say we're getting married, I think a lot of people have kind of like taking that part out where this is supposed to be a lifelong commitment. You know, we have an idea where, Hey, you know, this is any relationship like any other relationship. So if it don't work, I can just leave whenever I get ready. And that's not the intent for marriage. So again, you have a lot of people who come for a ceremony. Some come for a title. Some come just, you know, to have that title to say, Hey, I'm married. Hey, I have a husband. You know, some people come in for the jury. Some people like the ring on their finger and they just like, you know, to show it off for a little bit. Some people want the big dress. Some people want, you know, the house with the picket fence for whatever reason, but nobody, well, I don't say nobody, most people are not looking at the long term or the lifelong commitment that comes along with it. What if you don't get that house with the Fence. What if you don't get, you know, the guy that looked like, uh, what's them dudes, LL Cool J and all them other dudes that take their shirt off? What if he don't look like that after y'all get married? You know, what if she don't look like what you expected her to look like after you get married? So we come for reasons that are not the reason that we're supposed to be getting married in the first place. And so the result of that is we have divorce. Absolutely. 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 Um, so yeah, I, um, just have to say to you both, thank you so much for dropping this knowledge tonight, um, from both perspectives. I think everyone that is going to listen is going to gain a new perspective from both sides. So with that being said, what is the last thing? Um, what is the one thing that you want to say to everybody that's listening, whether married or single? What is it? What is the mic drop of the night? I, I just say wait, wait on, wait on, wait on the Lord because, as we stated, both of um, TJ and I, you know, don't do it for the wrong reasons. Don't don't go in it just to say you have a woman. Don't go in or a wife. Don't go in it just to say you have a husband. You know, just wait until it's the right thing because when you do that. You mess everything up and then you get you get tangled up into a mess that turns out later. Now, I'm not saying that when you do get married, that when those roles get tough, you know, you got to stay all the way. You know, sometimes we get in this thing that when our grandmothers had these 30, 40, 50 year marriages is that we got to have those same type of marriages because we have the history with the people. That's not what I'm saying, because a lot of our grandparents took a whole bunch of stuff that they should not have been. That's not a marriage at all. But I'm saying, wait to the Lord. Man, that's good. What about you? It's my turn. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> okay, so I'll say that somebody dropped this on me, and it wasn't necessarily about marriage, but I think it applies. Someone said to me that anything worth having over the long term that your goal is to, should be to have joy in whatever it is. 
not to have happiness, but to have joy. And the difference is, is that when you have happiness, you have to have an action or something has to take place to make you happy. But when you have joy, it don't matter whatever circumstances surround it. Joy will always last, even if it ain't the best times, even if it ain't the, the, the peaches and cream or whatever it is that we want. Joy will outlast happiness because happiness has to have an action to take place first before you can be happy. So I would just you know, give this encouragement to everybody that whatever long-term situation you're trying to enter into, make sure your purpose, your goal is to have joy at the end of the day, not just happiness. Amen. Amen, amen. That's good. <clears throat> so you guys, what is next for you, Nicole and TJ? What is next on you guys' plate um, what new projects are you guys working on? I want you to let the people know what is going on with you too. Well, right now, um, I'm just focusing on um, getting the book out to the masses that it needs to reach. Um, and then later, we might think of a play. I don't know. Not yet. Um, but Two Miracles is over doing the play. And, and Two Miracles is one who um, created the trailer for my book. So thank you, Mr. Austin, for that again. Um, and so that's that's for me. I don't know what it is for Mr. Austin. <laughs> well, since you mentioned it, we going to... Uh, encourage our sister to go ahead and drop that play or movie or yes. mini series, whatever it is she's trying to do. We're gonna encourage our sister to go ahead and make that happen. But for me, uh, I do have the uh urban fiction book that is out right now. Also, I have music on all the streaming platforms for music. And since you asked, I'll go ahead and give y'all the exclusive coming in January. Uh, the second book will be out. It's more of a motivational, encouraging book. It's called Banned from the mm. Women's Conference. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is amazing. Why y'all left? No, because... <laughs> Why y'all left? Because this is awesome. Like, I'm going like, in my head, I'm like, what? Like, I want to see it. I want to see what this is about. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, no, I'm just saying, you know, so I, I, I take it, you know, I might be banned from this show and several other shows after this <laughs> airs, but, you know, banned from the women's conference is just. It's just, you know, from a man's perspective, from from the outside looking in, like we like we're talking about here today, some things that men see that maybe women don't see. TJ, I think you're really on to something. And I'm not even playing because we hear so much from women. We don't hear enough from the man. And a lot of these women be thinking, and I'm just going to lay it right now. They think these men is some champ chomps, like, oh, they quiet and they don't hear from God. Like, I've heard it. I've heard it. And I'm just like, you know, that's not the truth. If these men were to really open up their mouth and really say, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. Totally. <laughs> That's gonna, that's gonna be okay. real good. I can't wait. Yes. And I encourage you, ma'am, to drop that play. You know, I'm a play writer too, so I definitely <laughs> encourage you to drop. We'll see. We'll see. 
Yes, indeed. So you two sound like you are busy, busy in the kingdom. So um, let them know how they can find you, like on social media, any any of your platforms, any of those well, things. Well, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Nicole Davis. You can also take a look at my website at www.acryforhelp.biz to place your order for the book and watch the trailer as well. All right. And you can find me, uh, TJ Austin, on Facebook. Uh, for music, you can find me under MTB, Minister T. Breeze. That's uh, all social media platforms and music streaming outlets. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Two Miracles Entertainment is on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as well, where you can see all of our commercial promos that we have done, uh, interviews, photography, videography, things of that nature, DJ services. We do it all. So just look us up, Two Miracles Entertainment on all platforms all right y'all they heard it first the exclusive interview from mr tj austin and nicole davis which you won't hear the last of neither one of them because they both are powerhouses <laughs> and i just can't wait to see what else they are going to do so i will stay connected with both of you, if you would allow me to, thank you for coming to Grace, Face, and Purpose podcast and keep it transparent and real. I have enjoyed both of you two on tonight. So it is a blessing um, to be sitting here talking to both of y'all. And I wish you guys so many blessings upon blessings um, on what you guys are doing. So thank you again. Well, I thank you for having me upon the show. I couldn't wait. I was so excited all week. <laughs> yes, indeed. So um, well, thank you, you so much for having me as well. I'm glad y'all didn't jump on me too bad, but thank y'all for having me. <laughs> no, I like I like to hear uh, I like to hear both sides. I think that this was the dopest conversation I've ever heard. Like this was just it. Like I've heard a lot of them um, this week, and it sounds like the men are very vocal, and that's what I like. I'm like, yes, speak up. Like just let somebody hear it. Like cause this is people be sh thinking y'all too quiet. Yeah. So you know, I think this was good. It was a good thing yes. to his answers were more agreeable with me today. This is not, this is a norm for us. So, you know, back and forth on the man. It's like, it's a norm for us. So it was agreeable for me today, but I do be having my words for him. <laughs> like, no. That's good. So what she's saying, she's saying she normally don't agree with me. That's what she's saying. <laughs> she's being good today. You would have been able to see the disagreements, but today, you know, the things were more agreeable, and I have to agree with him on some things, you know, and I have to be, hey, you know, you got some shysty women out here, you know, so, you know, um, yeah. but on, on the other hand, I have to be like, hey, that ain't right. That's not true. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. So, y'all, that is my time, and I thank you two both for joining um, and we will definitely stay connected. Again, blessings to everything that you guys are doing. And we're so grateful to have such authentic voices. Let me repeat that again. Authentic voices come forth um, to speak about these things because it's not enough. It's not enough. So thank you so much. And you guys have you a too. great Bye. night. Bye. Bye.